And so I love what you're saying about frustration because holy frustration, it is a doorway to a greater expansive life because that holy frustration leads to a deeper surrendering and a letting go, which creates a space for the new to come into your life. I think we can all, especially when you are, you know, longing for more mm. and you're waking up to that longing, that yeah. frustration is going to be inevitable. And so it's so important I just to rehash kind of what you've said, to nurture that frustration, mm-hmm. to sit with that frustration, to honor that frustration. Hey everyone, I'm Kara. And I'm Caleb. And welcome to the Kara and Caleb Show. When it comes to life, we believe it is so important to ask the right questions, but also to learn how to live in the tension and the uncertainty of those questions. Yes, when we learn to live in the tension of unanswered questions, we become more resilient, more radiant, and more human. On this podcast, we explore the questions that have shaped and defined the lives of our guests. And then we dive deep into the beauty and the transformational process that occurs as we wait for answers that may or may not come as we expected. So join us as we explore what's possible when we are able to rest in the tension and live the questions of our lives right now. I've got the heart of a Caleb, when I met you, when we started talking, um, I, I remember right away you referencing the season of life that you were in. Yes. And then um, after that, you referenced the season that you were in before that. And then in this one season, I learned this. And it feels like your entire <laughs> life has been defined and categorized by seasons. And even now, you'll say to me, well, the season that I'm in, <laughs> and it's really interesting. I, I think I've thought about life in seasons at times, but I've never, I don't think I've pressed into naming and narrating the seasons that I'm in. And I think it's been a really helpful tool for you. Yeah, it really has. I I forget that that's not like common language. Mm -hmm. I was doing a podcast recently and they're like, what are you talking about? What's like, are you in the fall, summer, spring? (laughs) And I was like, no, like expansion and contraction Uh or like, you know, seasons of growth or sowing seeds, right? Mm -hmm. Putting in the work or rest or rest, whatever it might be, because I feel like for me personally, and I'll probably have to do a better job at really putting to language what I, what I mean for me mm-hmm. when I say seasons um, outside of what I just said, because I can feel what season of life that I'm in. Mm. It's just, it's, it's a knowing in me that Darn I've paid attention to, but I've paid intuitive. attention to it for so long. Mm. And I think one of the, like <laughs> the doorway to some of the most immense, unnecessary sometimes frustration in your life is trying to live outside of your season. Mm. And what I mean by that is if I'm in a season of contraction, in a season of letting go and I'm in that like it's not the time to necessarily try to build something mm-hmm. right it's not the time to try to go do 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 I need to be sitting still yeah and sitting in the midst of that frustration that comes inevitably when you're in seasons of transitions and change yeah and so for me it's just been realizing that that life is seasonal contraction and expansion contraction and expansion and, it, and it's almost like when you understand what season in, you're almost like, I can understand what to expect. Mm. And like in seasons of contraction and letting go, mm-hmm. right? There is this, this, this need to let go, but that creates a intense frustration in life often, mm-hmm. which that frustration, I call it holy frustration yeah, because I, so good. I think it's so important that we learn how to honor the frustration that comes in our life because yeah. the frustration is usually the fruit of a fear. Mm. And so if I can begin to understand what fear am I coming up against right now, I can do the work to releasing and letting go of that fear. Mm. And then that frustration moves through. And then that holy frustration leads to a deeper level of surrendering or deeper level of letting go, Mm -hmm. which then creates the space Mm. 
for the expansion. Yeah. For what's supposed to come into your life, what God has planned or is the universe is bringing into your life. Yeah. I really want to I really want to dive into that concept of holy frustration with yeah. you. But really quickly before we do that, what do you do if you're not intuitively in tune with the season that you're in? Um, I think it's just um, getting curious mm-hmm. about why do I feel what I feel, mm-hmm. you know? And there's no, the, the thing about life is we want it to be so dualistic. We want it to be so black and white. But life, as you know, there's it's very rarely black and white. It's mm-hmm. so gray. Mm-hmm. And these there are seasons of understanding that like, oh, I'm, I'm in a season of letting go right now. Yeah. Right. And so I just need to sit and let go of these false narratives about myself, let go of things that no longer serve me, whether it's a job or a relationship. Um, and I need to like it's almost like you just get out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. You only just get out of a relationship. And our natural inclination for so many of us is get right back Jump into back a relationship. In. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's uncomfortable with being in that gray season and that gray period of does anybody going to love me? Mm-hmm. Am I ever going to find my person? Right. But in that season, we have to surrender and we have to let go and allow whatever that space is trying to bring into our lives. Um, And it's uncomfortable. Mm. And then there now suddenly there's this expansion and also start paying attention to the cues that the universe is bringing you. Yeah. Like there are sometimes that people will come by and we just have to get aware of this. They'll say things. You'll you'll see things on TV. Mm. um, You'll hear things on the radio. And there's always these little um, clues being dropped, I feel like, Mm. that's kind of showing you what season of life you're in. Yeah. Do you have like, do you have a list of these are the seasons or, or are they always expansion and contraction? Yeah. And expansion contraction, it's kind of, um, the contraction part is the, the surrendering, the letting go, the frustrations yeah. where the work is done. How do I lean into this uncomfortableness? Yeah. So seasons of frustration and like when things feel really hard and I'm like pulling my hair to get work done. That's yeah. a, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then seasons of flow. Yes. Definitely, and you can feel that. Yeah. Especially as you become more attuned and aligned, um, Mm. you can feel that flow. When I'm constantly kind of living in the, when I'm able to like really hunker down and live in the present moment Mm. versus being, you know, living in my past of regrets or in the future of what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. It's a practice. It's definitely a practice and it, it just takes an immense sense of curiosity. Yeah. That's really good. I feel like I've had seasons of flow, seasons of deep, deep frustration and, um, I'm thinking back to my time in England where I spent six months there and you helped me reframe it actually. Cause I was, I had been so bitter about that time there feeling like it was a waste and it was awful and painful and I was lonely. And, um, and yet you, you asked me, you said, do you think that that was a spiritual death? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, and it was like intuitively I knew I, mm. it made sense what you were saying. And, um, I like this idea of having seasons of, of death where yeah. things inside of us have to die. <laughs> yeah. Things inside of us have to die in order for new things to come. Yeah, we all want to live. And I remember when my mentor told me this, he says, Caleb, like the, the truth and the reality and what God has for you is the abundance of life. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, so, quote unquote resurrection, like, like new life, which is good and great and in flow and aligned with the very thing that you're created to do. Mm-hmm. But there is no abundance of life or resurrection life without first an abundant death, mm. right? You yeah. can't you can't raise a life if it yet has not died because you can't raise something to life if it hasn't actually died. Yeah. And so the death part really looks like surrendering, really mm. looks like letting go of those things that you deep down know no longer serve you, but you're afraid to let go because letting go of that 
brushes you or pulls you into this, what I would call this liminal space, this season of uncertainty, mm-hmm. right? It's that season of uncharted territory where there's no real compass or real, no map to how to navigate this uncharted territory. Well, and all of those things that are dying have probably served your yeah, identity in some way. Have. They've they've defined but you. They'll no longer serve you where you're going. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of courage to allow yourself to step into that uncertainty mm-hmm. in life. But that's where the magic happens. Yeah. So let's talk about this idea of holy frustration. Mm-hmm. Define it's it. Like, the holy frustration comes when it's like, I know that I was made for something more. I know that there was, and I'm not talking about like, more in a materialistic way, but more love, more compassion, more empathy, more purpose, more mm-hmm. fulfillment, all the things that we we're physiologically wired for. We're longing for. And we're longing yeah. for. But it's almost like I, deep down I know that there's something else. Mm. And you can feel that, mm-hmm. right? But I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that looks like. And I can't put to words or find the physical representation in my external world mm-hmm. of the frustration or the feeling that I have inside of me. Mm-hmm. And what that does often is it creates this frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what I would call holy frustration because learning how to accept that holy frustration is the doorway into the physical representation um, of what my heart is longing mm-hmm. for. And the truth is, it's the holy frustration comes to serve you because if, if it's not yet appearing in front of me, I'm not yet ready for it. Yeah. Right. And so that frustration and it's holy because the frustration is like, it's the work that needs to be done internally in my heart so that I could step into the blessing yeah. of the new abundance of life, the new expansive life that is waiting for me. Um, because if I don't actually have that intrinsic work done, mm-hmm. that blessing will crush me. Mm-hmm. And so the the work is actually allowing me to uphold the new expansion that I'm stepping into. That's such a hard concept to actually swallow, this idea that if it's not yet in front of us, yeah. we're not ready for the it. The weight of the blessing on a fractured life will only increase the fracture. Yeah, that's so good. I, I feel that way in meeting you. Like I feel like if I had if I had met you any sooner, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been ready to, to hold you and to receive you. And um I I think this idea of holy frustration is so good when we're in those deep seasons of longing, because Mm -hmm. I think again, like a lot of times we just want to, we just want to get it right. Like we just want the thing and uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And we think that thing will actually bring some kind of satisfaction. I use this analogy a lot with um, pizza dough. And so in order to make pizza dough, you mix all the ingredients together and then you throw it on, throw it out onto a surface. You knead it, like you beat it up and you mash it together and then you throw it in a bowl and you let it rise, right? So it rises and it rises. And then you uncover the bowl and you punch it down to the bottom. And then you let it rise again. And then you punch it down to the bottom. And then you let it rise again. And you punch it down to the bottom. And then after that, um, you're now ready to be able to bake and create the dough, right? Like to create a pizza crust. And if you don't do that, you end up with this like really like gross, disgusting, chewy right. dough. But if you let it rise and fall, let it rise and fall, mm. it ends up being delicious and like crispy on the outside and soft on the inside, (laughs) like perfect pizza dough. And I just think it's, it's a really interesting analogy to bring to life. Like going back to the seasons things, there are, there are the seasons of rising Mm -hmm. and then there's the seasons of punching down and they're both necessary. They're 100% necessary. Mm -hmm. And I think with the holy frustration, one thing that you've really helped me see in my own life is I have all these things I want to do, especially right now. I feel like I'm kind of on, like level playing ground with a thousand things that I could do. 
And I am frustrated with it because <laughs> I can see the possibility. Yeah. That's the thing. We can see what's possible and what's available. And I don't know the roadmap mm -hmm. to get to all of those places. Um, and I use this analogy with you. I, I said, it's kind of like holding a baby, right. right? Like I'm holding this child and I know the child is going to be this like amazing, beautiful adult one day, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's a baby. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to like punch a baby and beat up a baby and be mean to the baby. You're going to tend to it. You're going to care for it. You're going to hold it. Gentle with you're it. Gonna be gentle with uh -huh. it. And so I'm seeing your frustration as the infant that you're holding. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to nurture it. Yeah. You're going to have to pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to speak to it and yeah. speak kindly to speak it. Speak kindly and softly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think nurture is the, mm -hmm. is the right word for that mm -hmm. to really nurture the, the, the actual frustration yeah. so that you can move through it towards the thing that Definitely. is coming for you. Yeah, I think true. I think also when you were talking about that, it's so important mm. to own your life yeah. and to own your story. Yeah. Um, and this is why comparison is so detrimental because if you don't own your story, mm -hmm. because the season of life that you're in right now is where exactly where you're supposed to be. And if you're constantly looking at other people and comparing yourself to where yeah. they're at and what they're doing, it's like, oh my gosh, right? But mm. The best place that I could possibly be in my life right now is exactly where I am in the moment, in, in the moment that mm -hmm. I'm in. And I, I look at other people, but I don't look at other people um, just to, to see where they are and to feel bad about where I'm at. I look at other people almost like as a prophecy of like, mm -hmm. that's where you are. It's sweet. That's where I'm going. This yeah. is a representation of what my life is going to expand into. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And so I love what you're saying about frustration because holy frustration, it is a doorway to a greater expansive life because that holy frustration leads to a deeper surrendering and a letting go, which creates a space for the new to come into your life. And so I think we can all, especially when you are, you know, longing for more mm. and you're waking up to that longing, that yeah. frustration is going to be inevitable. And so it's so important. I just to rehash kind of what you said to nurture that frustration, mm -hmm. to sit with that frustration, to honor that frustration. Your first in self-compassion is the number one common thread to all of this stuff that we talk about and the, the healing journey, because it's kind of like, you're going to be frustrated and then you're going to act out of that frustration. And yeah. I can get really mean when I'm frustrated, <laughs> right? Can. I get really <laughs> sharp with my words and I shut things down and I'm like, crap, I'm just frustrated right now. I'm sorry. Mm. But learning how to just tend to that frustration, nurture that frustration and just and allow it to like really what am I afraid of? That's mm. the question I've always go like, what am I afraid of? If frustration is a symptom of a fear, what am I afraid of? Oh, I'm afraid of missing it. Mm. I'm afraid of living an insignificant life. So now it's not even about the creation or the manifestation of what I long for. It's actually that frustration is leading me into a place of greater wholeness mm. where I find in myself what I'm actually looking for externally. Mm -hmm. And now the frustration, the beautiful part of it, it's a compass, it's a guide to bring me back home to myself. Yeah. And it's in that moment where I realize, oh, I'm afraid of living an insignificant life because I have not yet found that significance in me mm -hmm. because shame is still the driving force behind my life and shame has reduced me into believing that I'm not enough. So the real, the beautiful part about the frustration for me is it brought me back home to myself to deal and to build resilience around this incredible childhood shame that has been the driving force behind my entire life mm, that's really good and so if you are i would say you know living with that frustration 
Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on your season. I, I, can, I can empathize with you so, so much because mm-hmm. it's so uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's, it's not always fun, but I just want to encourage you to maybe shift your perspective a little bit at that frustration and, and just start to honor it and start to nurture it and realize that that frustration means that the work has already begun. Yeah, it started. And I love that the, even in scripture, it says God declares the end from the beginning. So because the work has started, you're going to get where you're going, mm. right? You're going mm-hmm. to get where you're going. And so this, because the frustration has started, that's the first step. Mm-hmm. That's the first step is just honoring and tending to that frustration. And maybe where you're going is just right, right here. Right where you are. Yeah. That's the beautiful wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yes, thank you for listening. And I hope this blesses you as much as it did us. I've got the heart of a hero